Welcome to the Grow Old With Me podcast, where we connect our family to yours through openness and vulnerability, while keeping God's truth at the center of our discussions. Welcome to the Grow Old With Me podcast first episode, where we will talk about marriage and family life from our perspective, while also trying to use the gospel as a guide for our discussions. Yeah, I'll introduce us. Uh, my name is Peter with my wife, Crystal, and we've been married almost eight years now. And together we have three kids uh, who are all under the age of five years old. Uh, and our topic today, uh, we'll just kind of dive right in, is unfinished projects. And when I think of unfinished projects, an example I have uh, is an idea of, of road construction. In the summertime, it starts getting to be where roads are torn up and they're resurfacing all the roads. And we start to find some frustration involved in there. And I think all of us have this tendency to get frustrated. Yeah, I think anybody listening, I'm sure, can think of an example of a time you've sat in road construction and or had to go slower. Right. But I think what we can do if we can kind of pull ourselves back and say, well, that frustration from all the work, that unfinished project is that there's going to end up being a better road. That's for our own good. Um, But what we're talking about is mainly we are all unfinished projects as well. Right. And I think that's something that's maybe hard for a lot of us to accept that um, we don't have it all together or we are... Never going to have it all together, right. for that matter. We're, we're in the process of, of getting better, of becoming more like Jesus, um, but it's, it's a long and never-ending road. Actually, the road doesn't actually end while we're here on earth. It just keeps on going. One project leads to another, kind of like that, that road construction. It just keeps on going. And I often find, I think... Um, I'll have the words, I have arrived in my head, like, oh, I've really got this figured out, or I'll, I'll get a parenting tip, or even um, Peter and I will start clicking, and I'm like, oh, geez, things are really going well, right. and then all of a sudden, we realize that... We don't have will... it all figured out. Correct. Yeah, yes. uh, that our marriage hasn't completely arrived, like, we definitely still have our share of of things that we need to work on. Uh, and that's just one little area. In our marriage, you know, the same thing I think goes with our parenting. Uh, Crystal's really good about listening to podcasts and reading up on some other parenting tips. And we start implementing them. I'm like, man, that works so good. We're, we've got everything we need, all the tools in our arsenal so that we can make sure that these kids uh, grow exactly how we want them to be. And then inevitably we find ourselves still beating our heads against the walls, not knowing what to do. Uh, when our kids behave a certain way, um, we never really fully arrive. Uh, marriage or with children or even personally, there's things that we have to continually grow on. And in our house, we ended up buying an older house about five years ago. And since then, we've been fixing it up room by room. Okay. And recently, Peter just completed a room in the basement a basement bathroom and it's been really nice to have done not sitting as a construction zone yeah but even with that i think there's things that we feel like could improve on it well and we're using the the word done kind of lightly because the the truth is that there's still lots of things even in that room that we we now uh, have function in that we can still 
uh, in our heads imagine how we could now make it better or how we could upgrade even that room. So, so even that room that's done, even that one room isn't actually done. That's still, even after uh, this years of working on it, is still an unfinished project. I think that God often sees us as we see even our house projects. Like, um, he can see that we are unfinished. And I think we'll succeed in one area and then all of a sudden another area, it's like, oh, now we need to improve in this area. And it's just a continual process, it seems like. Yeah. Um, John 15 verse 2 illustrates that God is a gardener and that we are the plants. And it says, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And I often joke with Peter that I feel like I'm being pruned. Like, I I think I'll overcome something that's difficult in my life, and I think I'm finally like, oh, I'm done. And then God will come up right. with something else to prune me or yeah. make me better. Like, we get it in our head that because we're bearing fruit, that that means God should be happy with us and leave us alone or give us some reward for for doing what we're made to do. And, and it seems like our reward then is that now we get to get the opportunity for more growth by getting pruned, uh, which doesn't seem like a, a, a super fun process or reward, but it means that he's continually working on us. I think that's something to be you know, encouraged about, even though it does sound incredibly difficult. And that's what I was just going to say. I think the one, those who are seeking after Christ are often pruned more than those who aren't. Right. Which is yeah, not always the funnest. Yeah, but I think the alternative is... he. Those who aren't bearing fruit, he's going to cut off and throw them into the fire. So I guess I picked the pruning. I, I don't know. You know, I think that Bible, he's got it's lots of illustrations to show that, that God's actually working on us. Uh, in, in Jeremiah 18, uh, there's this illustration of, of a potter uh, who's working on a pot. Uh, there's some clay involved. And, and as he's working on it, there's, there's this blemish on the, plot, on the pot. So this potter goes ahead and changes uh, what that pot was going to be so that it can be what the potter deems best. Uh, and, and it's the illustration that God, God can use us even with our blemishes. He can even use those weak spots or, or tough spots in our lives uh, to form us into what would he, he would want us to, what, what he would want us to be. And I think that's kind of the, the encouraging part there is that we don't have to be this perfect hunk of clay. That we can have this this blemish or this spot on us that that isn't good, and God can even use that uh, mm-hmm. to to make us who are to serve in a, as a later purpose, something that that is going to be for His uh, or even pur- influence someone else, right? In our weakness, I mean, they can that can be used as well. I think right. I think one of my biggest shortcomings as a parent is basing my self-worth or how I feel about myself on my children's behavior. And I think we all know we're born with a sinful nature. So obviously if we base our self-worth on our children's behavior, we are going to be let down and we are going to feel like we are not enough. Right. Yeah. I think I I get that same thing where I I feel like I, I want those kids to have already been there and when when they they fail in a way that i've already taught them it it makes me feel like i failed um so so seeing that 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 work in them isn't done uh just reminds me again how how i'm i'm failing too you know and it just kind of keeps going out there i think one of the most comforting things i've heard 
in the past few years of my parenting has been that our home is our children's practice field. And I like the idea of practice um, because our children haven't arrived and they're not going to arrive just like we are not going to. So feeling like they can practice their behaviors with Peter and I, that we're their safe place and knowing that we will see the worst in them then. Yeah. At home. I mean, I feel like that's, that's kind of our most discouraging thing is that they can behave one way for a certain group of people. Like we, we keep hearing, uh, like from, from a preschool teacher that, that a kid does pretty good. And then that same kid comes home and man, it's just not what we're hearing. You know, at, at home we see the behaviors that are, uh, the kids basically are, 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 I think, trying to learn at home. I think it's on display, those those practices. So I think, yeah, if we can remember that they are practicing, just like we're practicing throughout our lives, um, then it's less discouraging, I think. Right, and we can be more patient with them. And I, I think that's something that I have a tough time with is that is that patience. Uh, I think I, I'm very patient with myself and develop this double standard uh, because I, I have this idea that um, maybe it's it's okay that I'm at a certain point, but I, I have this impatience with other people, like specifically my kids and even you, Crystal, that uh, I, I want you to be at a certain level or, or not make that same mistake twice. And I, I think that's a sin or even some arrogance or even impatience on my part uh, that I think we all can relate with that uh, we give ourselves a little extra grace than we're able to give others. And I think God wants us to go to him. He wants us to just rest in him and not on our own achievements or whatever we think is good enough. So I think it's good that we are all works in project or unfinished projects, works in progress. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, Because that allows us to go to God and rest in him, knowing that he is finished, he is perfect, and we are not. Right. So I have been doing a Bible study on David's life, and I think David started out as a definite work in progress, like we all do, and then he ended up rising to kingship, which he's Continued to be a work in progress even then. Yeah. Um, But I think his time spent shepherding, helped him um, when he felt called to go to battle with Goliath and when he was called to be king later on. And I think that our time where we feel like maybe we're not being influential or we feel like we're just... Yeah, kind of getting through the days or just kind of trying to get day by day or week by week and kind of get lost in the mundaneness of chasing kids around or daily routine. Yes. Um And I read a verse in this study um, from Psalm 144, verse 1. It said, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. And what really struck, struck out to me there was that God is sending David to battle, but he's not sending him alone. He's equipping him. He's training those hands for battle. Yeah. And I think God will do that for us as well. I think when we feel totally... Um, just not good enough or ill-prepared. We just have to remember that God is with us, and I think he will equip us. Right. But that equipping is also, I think, sometimes not as pleasant and and fun as we want it to be. I'm sure David wasn't uh, real happy to see that that bear 
uh, come trying to take his sheep. You know, it, it was a process for him that, that was probably a scary or difficult moment for him that God ended up using, again, to, to prepare him for something bigger that was yet to come. So, whether you're stuck in a construction zone or living in an unfinished house, let's remember together that we are all unfinished projects. God will use the things we are going through now to prune, mold, and equip us into the people that he deems best. That's all for today, but we will be back with more episodes discussing family life. Thank you for listening.